Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, I'm Matt Edmondson, and welcome back to Not Another Love Song. You know the deal by now. 10 brand new songs co-written by me with 10 of my favourite artists and all of them a little unusual. The songs, not the artists, I hasten to add. It's been good so far, hasn't it? We've suffered from hay fever, we've watched some box sets, we've had a workout and then eaten some potatoes. What a day. I wonder what we have in store this episode. Let's get to it, shall we? This is not another love song. Right, full disclosure, I am not recording this in the lab for once. My incredibly glamorous life has taken me to a holiday inn in Bath and um, I've had to take the key card out of the slot. You know when you go into a hotel room and you put the key card into a slot and it turns all the power on? I've had to take it out so it stops their air conditioning unit from buzzing whilst I try and record this in the corner of the room, which is where you and I are now. I've sort of bunched a load of cushions from the very uncomfortable sofa in this hotel room around a microphone, and I'm hoping for the best. Firstly, thank you as ever for returning to the podcast and for all the lovely feedback I've been having. It's been a joy to read some of the messages I've been sent via my Instagram page. If you're one of the people as well that's given the show a little review on the Apple podcast app, or maybe sent it as a link to a mate. Thank you so much. I really, really do appreciate it. As you may know, this is literally a one-man band. It's just me making the show in the dark in a very cheap hotel. And so it really is a massive morale booster to know the show is being enjoyed by so many people. So thanks if you've got involved in that. Right, enough gratitude from me. We need to crack on with this week's show, and it's a good one, because it's another artist that I didn't really know before I started recording with them. But like some of the other guests, I sort of slid into their DMs and asked them if they wanted to do a song together. And they said yes, and my goodness, did we get on. So my guest today is Tom Walker. His entire energy was so friendly and warm, I honestly could have spent the entire day just chatting with him. He also delivered me the most incredible vocal you can imagine. And he added loads of harmonies and doubles. You know I love a harmony and a double. And he even chucked in some of his own guitar playing as well, which sounds fantastic on the final song. So Tom won Best Breakthrough Act of the Brits in 2019. He was also nominated that year for Best Single with this banger, Leave a Light On. If you look into the distance, there's a house upon the hill, guiding like a lighthouse. It's a place where you'll be safe to feel our grace, because we've all made mistakes. If you've lost your way, yeah, I will leave the light on. Now, I'll be honest, this track 
hugely inspired my production choices on the song that Tom and I write this episode, which you can hear in full at the end of the podcast. I am so excited for you to hear this one, and I'd also like to apologise up front to Tom and to you for the sheer volume of questions I ask about his hat. So this is me and Tom catching up over Zoom. He was at home in his home studio, I was at home in the lab, and things started off very professionally. Let me just put my phone on flight mode, because you never know. Have you ever been on a flight and left it off just to see if anything happens? I have, to be honest with you. I don't know if I should do that. I don't think it makes a difference, to be honest. It can't do, can it? I'd get it on the runway, because maybe there's a bit of interference. But I think, you know, at 30,000 feet up, you're probably not going to get any signal anyway. So, you know. I was on the London Underground recently, and I've noticed now you can get Wi-Fi on quite a lot of it. And people are starting to make phone calls on the Underground. Yeah, I, I, I seem to remember my manager getting quite annoyed about the fact that he can get emails on the tube now because he was like, well, before it was like a little bit of peace and, and now they just keep coming. It doesn't matter where you are underground. So think hit and miss. I've still not managed to get connected to that Wi-Fi. Well, it's probably better. I'm probably getting all of my data shared with absolutely everyone on the Underground. No, so you're network. probably being hacked while you can make your phone calls. But it's worth it to be able to post those sweet, sweet tweets. <laughs> whilst I'm underground. So it's a trade-off that I'm very happy with. Exactly. If you can keep your social game up, it's worth all of it. (laughs) When I first started writing songs, I used to just get on the tube and just sit there for like half a day and just kind of go round and round and write lyrics on my phone to like backing tracks that I'd made. And were you writing them about people that had stepped onto the tube? Not necessarily, but I just found that like continually moving and people getting on and off all the time, there was always something new that popped into your mind. Like if there's anything this pandemic has taught me is, is writing in the same studio every day in the same setting makes songwriting much harder. I'm very jealous of your studio. I've seen you post about it on Instagram and I can see it behind you now. It's a nice space there. Am I right in thinking that you DIY'd that? Well, I got a quote for like, it was something absolutely ridiculous. It was like the cost of a small house to do a tiny room and soundproof it. So I just kind of thought, well, I'm not really doing that much in lockdown. I need a space to work and I need it quickly as well. So I just went on Wix website, basically, with no knowledge whatsoever, ordered a bunch of plasterboard, loads of wood and loads of sound insulation and just built uh, a soundproof wall behind me. It was more just for the neighbours, because my voice is so loud. I might sing something 40 times in a row to make sure I'm getting it as good as I can get it. And I just thought that's going to get pretty tedious for the neighbour next door. So it seems to be working. I've not had any complaints yet, and I've been in for like six months now. So I moved house during lockdown, and the room that I'm in now is quite good because it's very far away from our neighbours and from my wife who used to go, all I can hear is bass, can you turn it down? (laughs) Just reverberating through the building. But I decided when the first lockdown hit, I was like, right, I'm going to try and take this music production thing a bit more seriously. I'm going to get all of the gear despite having no idea. (laughs) I thought, right, I'm going to buy some speakers. And a friend of mine who's a producer said, oh, these are the ones to get and pointed them out by name. But they came in different sizes, which I didn't know. And so I just went on the website and I looked at the price and I was like, okay, so one's actually quite cheap. One's really expensive and one's kind of middle. I'll go for the middle one. Go for the middle one. Good choice. (laughs) And what I didn't realise was that the price is related to size. Yeah. And what I should have done is bought the smaller, cheaper ones because they were an appropriate size for the room that I was in, which was like (laughs) tiny. 
And I bought these ones that honestly, I could host the Notting Hill Carnival. Haven't you got a big pair of rockets in your studio? I've seen a picture on your Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the bassiest speakers known to man. <laughs> they arrived in these two boxes, which are obviously even bigger than the speakers themselves. My wife was like, what have you ordered? like two washing machines turning out. What's arrived here? And I had to say, oh, no, no, these are the ones that I wanted. We've moved house to basically accommodate these giant speakers. Don't change the speakers, just get a new house. That's what you need to do. Absolutely. Before me and Annie moved into this house, we've been together for eight years and it was the first time we'd ever lived just the two of us because basically we've been saving up for this house for like an eternity. It was just so lovely when we moved in and finally had our own space. It's, it's so good. Who gets executive say on where things go? Yeah, that's definitely Annie. She knows where stuff needs to go. I'm not very good at that, to be honest. Like, I can't stack a dishwasher properly. Never mind design a house so it looks nice. Let's talk about the dishwasher. Absolutely. I reckon it's the catalyst for a lot of minor squabbles. Because my belief is that everything's going to get wet and soapy in there. So it is going to come out clean. But Bryony feels that there's a very specific way things should be put in. I just try and fit as much as humanly possible in the dishwasher and just hope for the best. Same, I'm a crammer. To be honest, we've inherited a dishwasher and like it's so broken. I went to somebody else's house and I slid their, their dishwasher out and it had all six wheels on it. And the motion of doing that, I was like, oh, wow. That's how broken my dishwasher is because you have to like physically put all the plates and the dishes and the cutlery in and then you have to lift it into the machine there's no sliding action there's lifting and where you put the plates all the little fork things that stick into the air the right hand side of those has collapsed so there's only one side so it's very hard to stack plates and then because you have to lift them up into the machine when you do that and you put it back down everything just falls so Basically, it's the most broken dishwasher in the world and uh, yeah, it needs replacing. So we have to hand wash a lot of things anyway, to be honest. We also, in our house move, inherited a dishwasher and the little flap where you put the tablet in didn't open. The spring had gone. And so we had this mad thing where we'd stack the dishwasher, put it on, and then we'd have to wait 10 minutes and then just throw it in and close the door. <laughs> couple of dishwasher-based questions. Knives pointing up or pointing down in the little knife holding area in our dishwasher you don't have a choice you can only have it so that the fork would be like the top end of it you eat with would be pointing into the air because it's only little tiny holes there's no option in my dishwasher to do the other way okay that's 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 good that it's made the decision for you because it's made it for i like that i like decisions being made for me that makes my life easier yeah that's one less thing to worry about isn't it Can I tell you another thing that took me an embarrassingly long time to discover? Please do. Dishwasher salt. Oh, yes. So this is something I've also discovered this year. Yeah. Didn't know that was the thing. I kept getting this weird crust on all the things coming out of the dishwasher. It was like spite coming back to the dishwasher. (laughs) It was like it saying, if you're not going to put salt in me, I'm going to ruin everything you put in me. (laughs) If you don't stack me properly and put the salt in, this is what you're going to get, mate. (laughs) I'm sensing, by the way, Tom, that we're almost certainly going to write a song about a dishwasher in a second. I'm sensing that as well, yeah. I've got a lot to say about dishwashers, to be fair. It's riled both of us big time. I know, Uh, I've got some anger stored deep inside about dishwashers, so yeah. Let that trauma rise to the surface in a second. (laughs) You've got a very nice hold photo on Zoom. I've only just seen that. It's a very nice beanie there. (laughs) <laughs> that's from my uh, from my Google account. That's one of my favourite beanies. That's the red wine, red uh, beanie. Is there a point in the year where the hat comes off? Nah, I've rocked it all through summer. I feel like it's just like, honestly, I'll be honest, I've been wearing a beanie for so long that when I'm not wearing a beanie, it just feels like, I feel like I'm naked. We did some crazy gigs in France where it was like a seriously hot summer. I mean, we must have been pushing 35 degrees. It was like so hot. And I was wearing a jacket and a beanie Why? On stage. Why would you do that to yourself? Well, because I'm just so used to wearing that. That's kind 
giving him a look. Like when you see like a picture of me with a beanie, you're like, all right, that's him, isn't it? It's the guy who wears a beanie who sings about lights and stuff. That's there he is, you know. So it's kind of just became the look by accident. Like, how many do you have? At least two hundred, I think. Where are you keeping them? I've literally got a box in the basement just full of beanies. <laughs> so you're wearing a beanie now. Yes, and that's fine because you're Tom Walker, the songwriter, right now. Absolutely. But when we finish recording. Is the beanie coming off or is it staying on? I wear a beanie in the house, even when no one's here. Like, I just always have a beanie on. <laughs> just all the time. I just really like beanies as well because they're just a lot, they're, they're just, everything's so easy. You just get up in the morning, you put a hat on. There you go. No effort required. Like, it's so easy. How early into the day is the beanie coming on? I keep a selection of beanies, like, in my room. And I'll probably... Don't say on the bedside table. Not on the bedside table, no, but on the chest of drawers that you know, have, like, all my pants and socks in. <laughs> Basically, if I'm putting jeans on, I'll be putting a beanie on. That's how it kind of works. If I'm taking the time to put trousers on, then I'll be putting a beanie on. <laughs> <laughs> so, normal day. I'm just trying to get a sense of how committed you are here. Yeah. Normal day, you're waking up. I'll probably wake up, have a shower, dry myself off, immediately put jeans on, put a hat on, and then get on with my day. That's it, really. And then at what point is it coming off? Honestly, if I could sleep in it, I probably would, but Annie tells me off. She's like, you're in bed, take your beanie off. That's happened take on many an occasion. Off. I just kind of forget that. I'm kind of forget that I'm wearing it, to be honest. If you're sat there watching a box set in the evening, you've got a beanie on. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Does your head never get itchy? I think I'm way past the point of itchy heads. I think my head's just numb now, you know what I mean? I've been wearing the hat for so long, like, I don't even know if it's on my head or not. You know, it could be there, it might not be. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's been there for such a long time. It's, 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 it's a part of me now. But when did it start? I don't want to call it an addiction or a habit, but I am going to. <laughs> you think I've got a full-on problem, don't you? I think this is beyond just a man wearing a hat. Because uh, do you think? I feel like in the Leave a Light On video, and correct me if I'm wrong, I might have to look it up in a second, I don't think you're wearing a beanie in that. No, I wasn't wearing a beanie back then. When did you get your first hit of it? I think I did like a photo shoot and we were trying to do a different look because there's only so much you can do with the same thing. So we were like, well, why don't we try a beanie? <laughs> and then that one photo that's on my album cover, like that was the first time I'd ever put on a beanie for a shoot. And I just really like the look of it. And then it just kind of became a thing by accident. But also it feels like your body has an amazing way of regulating its own temperature, which other people don't have. Surprisingly, it just doesn't. I think I just get really hot and like have to deal with the consequences of being hot. I think, <laughs> I think that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather be a bit too hot or a bit too cold? I'd rather be too cold, to be honest. Because if you're too cold, you can always put a jacket on. You can always put another hat on. <laughs> you can always put a jacket on, or you can put a hat on, and you're golden. If you're too hot, all you can do is take your hat off, and I'm not taking yeah. the hat off. So, <laughs> so I'd much prefer it be cold. That's true. Well, listen, I admire your passion for it. It's absolutely incredible. <laughs> I know deep down you want to write a love song to a beanie. I think it might be too specific. And also, I, agree. I think it's something that personally... You're going to need to work that one through on your own. Yeah, that, that's going to take some special time for me to, you know, really work through my beanie trauma. That's going to take some specialised therapy. Years of very expensive professionals. Yeah. I put a beanie on again. <laughs> We've discussed this, Tom. <laughs> I'm not hurting anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that we've got to write a song about a dishwasher. And so if you're down for that, I'm down for it. I'm down. What's what's the angle? Are we going at it like we hate dishwashers? We'll figure that out in a second. Okay, sweet. Always bring biscuits to a session. I never do this, but people who do do it, it makes me happy. So if you're ever doing a writing session in person, 
always bring biscuits. That's a great idea. I bring biscuits to meetings a lot when I go and pitch things because part of my job is going and like trying to sell board games and TV shows and things. I always take snacks. Yeah. Because people tend to buy things once they've had some sugar. We're just going to have to back up on that point a little minute now because board games are like Annie's favourite thing in the world. So have you got access to like many a board game? Yeah, if you need any board game advice, I'm your man. So I invent them. What? So I've got some that I release myself. The thing is, I don't really like board games. Annie loves them and she hates me because I won't play board games with her. Apart from like, you know, maybe... Well, to be honest, I won't even play Monopoly with her anymore because it just it took four hours once and it, it, it ruined it for me. It goes on forever, doesn't it? I hate playing board games because Annie's insanely good at every single board game and I will lose every single time. Now, at the beginning, I didn't really mind that so much, but after eight years of just getting absolutely slammed in every single board game you play with your missus, it just gets a bit old after time. Like, There's no beating her in pub quizzes, in board games, in card games. There's just no beating her. She's the master of them. Oh, was that your guitar? <laughs> I don't play any instruments, but I'm trying to learn guitar. Oh, it's um, one of the most frustrating instruments to learn, isn't it? Oh my God, my fingers are bleeding. I know, I know. I know. It takes a while to build up the calluses. I currently can only play a very bad D chord and a very bad A chord. That's a good start. You only need one more and then you've got an Oasis song. Do you find that you have to have a guitar to write? I just find it's easier than just to learn the, learn the chords on the guitar and then write over that. Should we start by having a little dishwasher brainstorm? Absolutely, yeah. It's sort of a love-hate thing, isn't it? Yeah. Particularly with your dishwasher, there's been a breakdown in the relationship. It's not functional, really. We could make it a love song where the person is just letting you down. I think that could work. It's very confusing, isn't it? You don't know how to please it, if that makes sense. I don't, because mine, mine only has one button for all of its settings, and you have to figure out how that one button will change every single setting on the dishwasher. There's something in the idea of, despite all of those flaws, I couldn't live without you. I've got to say, you sound much more hopeful about your dishwasher than mine. I kind of want to rip it out and throw it into the garden and take a sledgehammer to is it. Is it a breakup song? It could be time to end. Yeah, I think it is time for a change. A new dishwasher, a shiny one, which has wheels on it. If we can get the word sliding tray into a song, that would be great. There are no limits. <laughs> Stacking's interesting. Yeah, I like that. As in like these feelings have been stacking up. Yeah, big time. You're looking for a clean break. Oh, yeah. Oh, now, we get, now we're cooking. <laughs> Twisting the knife in. He's, he's done this before. He's done this before. If you were writing this as a breakup song or a song about having to let someone go, it might be that you've spent loads of time trying to make it work. But also, Tom, are you in some way to blame? I, well, you know, I might be. I'm, there might be certain aspects I'm overlooking here. but It takes two to tango. Right. And I think that you might be getting disappointing results from this dishwasher because you're stacking it badly. Yeah, this is true. That is a fact. I'm not going to lie to you. One that Annie has brought many times, I do not know how to stack a dishwasher and my spatial awareness is not great. I think we could get in there. I don't know how to give you space. That, that could be good. Oh, that's great. Yes. Is this your first dishwasher? Uh, no, we had one in the last flat. Okay. I mean, the sliding action on it was poor. Oh, it was great. You're very fixated on the sliding here, aren't you? Mate, are you trying to lift, <laughs> lift a full <laughs> tray of dishes in and out of the, one, the dishwasher every time you want to use it? That does it. sound very stressful. It's a pain. It's a right pain. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, the wheels have come off is good. We could definitely use that in a oh, song, 100%. Yeah, I'm going to highlight that because I think that could be chorus line territory. It's going to be a funny thing to explain to my mates. What did you do today? Well, I wrote a song about a dishwasher. It's uh... 
what I was trying to get to before is when you moved house, there must have been sort of hope there, mustn't there? I'll be honest, when we moved house, we hit the absolute jackpot. We inherited a tumble dryer. <gasps> I've never had a tumble dryer before, ever. And that is an absolute game changer. I've never had one. And we bought one three weeks ago. And Tom, it is a life changer. Oh. What was it like the first time you took a towel out of it? Oh, so good. The thing is, we didn't have a bath in our last house either. So when we got this house, I had a bath and then got a nice warm towel out of the tumble dryer. And the combination of both of those things, I was like, right, this is it. This I've peaked now. It's all downhill from here. Our towels, honestly, it was like drying yourself with a Rivita. They used to be so sandpapery. Same towels went in the tumble dryer. It's like drying yourself with candy floss now. Oh, candy floss. Yes, that definitely sounds better than a rye vita. We're getting way laid. You hate this dishwasher so much, we've started looking at other white goods. <laughs> okay, I, I think we should start writing it. I think there's a lot in there. For me, it's the dynamic of all the potential it could have. That first verse maybe is a kind of like, I was really looking forward to putting things inside you. Not that. <laughs> I think we might avoid that that particular line. But I, I like the sentiment. Yeah, I like the sentiment. What if it was like the first verse was like we started off so well? You know what I mean? Because when we got into the house and I, I was like, oh my God, free dishwasher, like amazing, like absolutely buzzing, you know, but then very quickly the relationship started breaking down because I couldn't figure it out and, you know, it didn't work. That's nice. It started off so well. Started off so well feels like one too many syllables for me. So like, it started well. How about that? It started well. Yeah, that's cool. Before we went to hell. (laughs) What what about like, I saw you sitting in the corner of the room, something like that. Let's put it in space. In the corner of the room. And da, 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 da. What about like, and I could tell. Yeah, and I could tell. That's good. Okay, so we want something that rhymes with room, yeah. don't we? <laughs> but I could tell from day one we would, both of us were doomed or something. Oh, what about like, how could I tell that it would end so soon? Something like that. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. There you go. How could I tell you it would all be over soon? So you're going to have to break it to this dishwasher. Oh, that things are coming to an end. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Can you sing that to me so I can get... Yeah, so do you want me to sing it on the guitar and then you can get an idea of... Why not? Oh, is that... Yeah, so it's... It started well I saw you sitting in the corner of the room How could I tell You that it'd be over soon Yeah, I never dream. Oh yeah, I like that, yeah. What about if we had like, it was such a dream and like have all how it started all well and then we get to the pre and then we're like, now it's a disaster. The tray's falling out. Is there something about a spoon as in like to spoon it? (laughs) You could always take my big spoon. Um, (laughs) Out of curiosity, are you the big spoon or the little spoon? I think I'm probably the big spoon. To be honest though, when I'm in bed, I like to be far apart like when i'm sleeping anyway like i like to be further from annie as possible because she's like a furnace she's like she just gives off so much heat. you've already got a beanie on it's gonna get too hot I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm wearing a beanie and waders and you know she's a furnace it's not a good combo okay where do we want to go with this do you want to rhyme dream or do you want to get a different uh, rhyme for this second line my only wish wish doesn't have that many good rhymes <laughs> that's, that's all i will say it's uh, the four that have come up is fish, dish, swish, jellyfish, and cuddlefish. Dish would be fine, but I think maybe it's too early, isn't it, to pull back and reveal. 
we should do like my feelings have been stacking up here. What about like it's hard to say my feelings have been stacking up. And it's hard to say my feelings have been stacking up in the only way. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Maybe because you're in the way. I think now is where we start bringing in the fact that it's the dishwasher, maybe. Oh, cup. A dirty cup. I can't take another dirty... Oh, what about I can't take another dirty look? Yes, that's fantastic, Tom. Put it in. That's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it started well. I saw you sitting in the corner of the room. How could I tell? You that it'd be over soon, cause it's hard to say. But my feelings have been stacking up cause you've been away. And I can't take another dirty look. <laughs> That's great. So a couple of tweaks there. Sure. So on the how could I tell? I think you can space that U so it doesn't come on the one. So I think you do, how could I tell you? It would be over soon. All right, okay, yeah. How could I tell you? It will be over soon. Yeah, that's hard to say. Like that? Yeah, that's great. That's kind of got a little bounce to it as well. I like that. I like that. Oh, oh, what about because I feel mugged off? Because <laughs> I feel mugged off. Yeah, that's Having cool. to lift something up or... Um... Mugged off, always lifting you up. Yeah. Tell me what's your function. <laughs> Tell me what's your reason for existing. Da 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 da. It could be leading to the next thing if you don't stop. So it's like, because I'm feeling mugged off, always lifting you up. Tell me what's your reason for existing if you don't stop. Is that kind of it? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Leaving leaving me so empty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Nice dishwasher pile like that. Chances you've had plenty. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Chances you've had plenty. Tell me why I'm feeling like I'm cleaning. Oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. So it'd be like, uh, leaving me so empty. Chances you've had plenty. Tell me why you're feeling that the cleaning out my memory. Yes. And the wheels are slowly falling off. Or something like that for the chorus, maybe. What, what if it's. I can feel the wheels slowly falling off. I can feel the wheels still falling off. It's dancing in the You've twisted in the knife. You're, like you're ruining my life. Something like that. <laughs> twisted in the knife. You're ruining my life. You twisted in the knife, you're ruining my life. <laughs> oh, that's quality. Yeah, that's good. I don't want to change the rhyme here, really, I think don't I we? need this break to be clean is quite a good way to end. Yeah, I can see that. I can't take more of your frustration or some frustration. I can't take your lousy operation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's more of your um, ineptitude, isn't it? But that's too many syllables. Um, <laughs> no one's ever used ineptitude in a song ever. <laughs> I can't take much more of your... I'd quite like it to rhyme with clean. Should we see if we can find something? Okay, clean. What about like, you promised you'd like, make my life gleam. But you're just a machine or something. <laughs> oh, yes. 
That's great. Oh, yeah. You promise you'll make my life complete, but you're just a machine. <laughs> this break needs to be clean. This break needs to be clean. <laughs> can you sing that chorus there and let's see what we get to? So I can feel the wheels slowly falling off you. Twisted in the knife, you're moving in my life. Yeah, you promised me you'd make my life complete. Yeah, you're just a machine. This break needs to be clean. This da 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 da. Yeah. What about I think we've lost our sheen? I think that'd be good because that's very dishwashery. I like that. I think that's quite nice. Do you want to try it from the top just with the guitar and see how yeah, it Yeah, this feels? is where I always go wrong because I like remembering every section in a row is is uh, not my strong point. Uh, <laughs> so I think it starts with, it started well. I saw you sitting in the corner of the room. How could I tell? You would be over soon. It's hard to say. But my feelings have been stacking up Cause you've been no way And I can't take another dirty love What's this bit? <laughs> cause I'm feeling mugged off Oh yeah, yeah Cause I'm feeling mugged off Always lifting you up Tell me what's your reason for existing If you don't stop leaving me so empty Chances you've had plenty Tell me why I'm feeling like I'm cleaning out our memories. Uh, and then, oh God, I uh, we hear the wheels slowly falling off. You've twisted in the knife, you're ruining my life, yeah. And you promised me you made my life complete. But you're just a machine This break needs to be clean Yeah, I think we've lost our sheen <laughs> It's great That's really good Obviously what we want to do is get full Mild distorted I will leave a light on style power When that impact comes Oh yeah, 100% Yeah, when we finish writing it I'll make sure I'll record it with full belt in So we need to do a second verse Second verse. I might do another loo break now. I might as well, actually. Yeah. So let's do that. Let's have a loo break and we'll come back. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How great is Tom Walker, right? Now, as ever, Tom and I worked on the second verse and the bridge. And then I took the song off to work on the production. And as I mentioned before, I really studied one of Tom's songs, Leave a Light On, which I love. It was produced by Steve Mack, who's an amazing British producer. He's responsible for Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, Woman Like Me by Little Mix, Westlife's Flying Without Wings, one of the greatest songs of all time. And if I read out all the rest of the songs he's done, this podcast would be about five hours long. The guy's a legend and I've barely scraped the surface there. So Steve, I hope I didn't rip you off too much. But I basically did. So onto this song. And the idea of the production, the kind of structure behind it, is to include very few elements for the verses. It's basically just piano and some background atmosphere sounds. Tom also recorded some lovely guitar for me. So I threw that in there too. So to begin with, it's pretty bare until the chorus hits. And that's when the bass and the drums both kick in. And it's really interesting to me that just holding back that bass in particular means that you get this really powerful, impactful chorus that lands in a big way. And we'll get to that in a second. But let's start with the verses. So I went for some pretty standard chords on a nice, soft-sounding piano. But I also put in these two quite repetitive pedaled notes that just sort of cycle over and over And maybe I went too deep on this, but the idea was that I wanted it to sound a bit like a machine that was repetitively going about its business. In this case, the business of washing dishes. Speaking of which, for the background atmosphere, I wanted something that did sound a bit like the white noise of a dishwasher kind of sloshing around. And so I used this big impact sound. And then I just chopped off the start of it. So that hard transient right at the beginning went and I kept this nice sounding tail. And then to make that feel a bit more lush and airy, I chucked a load of reverb and delay on it. And it created a really nice background canvas for that piano to sit on. Then, as I built up to the chorus, I created some percussion elements. The first was from some sound effects that I found of uh, broken glass, you know, in a dishwasher, you get glasses being cleaned in there. And the second was a recording that I made myself, again, just on my iPhone, of me jiggling my own cutlery tray from my own dishwasher up and down, trying to use it a bit like a shaker. And you'll hear more about that when I catch up with Tom in a minute. And with that glass smashing sound effect, one cool thing I thought I would try to help ramp us up into the chorus was to reverse that sound. Now, reversing sounds to kind of blend between sections of the song is quite a common technique. And once you notice it in one song, you'll end up noticing it in every single song. I mean, I've probably used some sort of reverse instrument in every song I've made for this entire project. Then it was about making the chorus really land. And aside from Tom's killer vocals, it is all about the impact of that bass. And I actually layered two different bass sounds that hit slightly different parts of the frequency spectrum. So one was going for those real lows and then one was going more for the mid-range. On top of that bass, I layered up about... I must have been six or seven different synth sounds all working quite nicely together. And I also put in this random vocal chop just to add a bit of texture. 
So you get the idea. Sparse verse, busy chorus. I cannot wait for you to hear this one, and I was very excited about playing it back to Tom. How's life been since we last spoke? I'll be honest, I think about you a hell of a lot. And on the hottest of hot days, yeah. I have thought, has he got that hat on? <laughs> right. Can I, can I just show you this, though, right? And I, I've not planned this, because obviously you've just asked me this question out of nowhere. But look at this device that I've got, right? Oh, my God, what's this? It's a fan necklace. Oh, is it two fans? It's two fans, right? You're wearing it like a scarf. It's like a pair of headphones, but they're not going over your head. They're going around your neck. Yeah. So I don't have air conditioning in my studio. Sorry, are you, are you wearing that in the studio? I'm wearing that in the studio. If I'm, but you're if, keeping the hat on. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I told you I'll be buried in the hat, mate. <laughs> don't you worry about that. Tom, you're crazy. There's legend has it there's a treasure map under here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I worry that 80% of this podcast is just two people talking about hats. Yeah, I mean, you brought it up, man. <laughs> I know I did. I know, but I've been thinking about it a lot. It's really stuck with me, that has. Actually, so has the song. And I've got to thank you for delivering what you delivered to me. Because I, I don't know. When I started this, I didn't know what people were going to send me. But my God, Tom, you sent me... I mean, it was literally a studio quality recording because you're in your home studio. Yeah. But... The variety of takes you gave me left me further blown away by your voice and talent. So thank you. No worries. Thank you. I, I appreciate the uh, compliment. How long ago was it when we recorded it? I'll be honest. I can't remember. It was a little <laughs> while, right? It could have been six months or it could have been like four weeks as far as I'm concerned. The whole thing with this project is a bit of a blur because I'm trying to squeeze it around my own life. Yeah. And as you know from making an album, I'm trying to make an album's worth of songs with... 10 different people, all different genres, and I don't fundamentally know what I'm doing. And so it's it's taking loads of time. But also, you know, you're all busy. I have to wait for all your availability. <laughs> End up taking your weekends up because he's like, yeah, I can do it on Sunday at 11pm uh, <laughs> uh, if you fancy that time slot. Have you found yourself singing it around the house at all? To be honest, in the last six months, I must have written like 80 songs, maybe more. I've just been writing nonstop. And since the, the world has opened up again and there's finally loads of stuff to write about i thought that sentence was going to end with i've written 80 songs but this one's the best so i'm disappointed Did <laughs> i can't well that's the, that's kind of why i started saying that because I'll, I'll be honest with you i cannot remember what the song sounds like because oh, i've written fantastic. that many songs so it'll be good to hear it back it'd be like the first time there's a couple of things that i've chucked in that you can look out for i wanted some dishwasher noises in there i thought that was worth getting did you sample those yourself in the wild i did I did a field recording in my house. Nice. I was trying to make a, a sort of tambourine slash shaker yeah. by jangling the cutlery tray up and down. <laughs> I learned a couple of things. doesn't make a great shaker and my rhythm's quite bad, but I can fix that in, in post. I think shaker's the hardest instrument to play, though, if I'm to be honest with you, and the little egg shaker as well. People make it look so easy and sexy when they're doing it. I can't get that thing to be in time. I've been trying for 10 years, so... Yeah, I can't even imagine the tray out the dishwasher. Well, listen, if this song blows up, and I'm sure it will, because you know what? A lot of people have got a dishwasher. It's very relatable. Yeah. And you end up doing it at the gigs. I can be booked. I am very expensive to come along and shake a cutlery tray in time to the track. I like it. I'm going to send it your way now. Okay, here we go. Started well 
To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, isn't it? I certainly think it's the best song I've heard about a dishwasher. Yeah, well, hundred percent. That obviously goes without saying. Uh, you know, it could probably get into the chart. Let's be honest. You know, we'll all have free dishwashers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually quite like it. Oh, thanks. It's decent. I was so obsessed with all of the oohs and ahs that you've done in the background. What a lovely touch. Thank you for those. No worries. It sounds cool, man. It sounds sick. I like the kind of massive attack style drums in it. They're really cool. Did you spot me on the old dishwasher tray? I didn't actually, no. I, I oh, didn't. what? That's my starring role. It's <laughs> the only live instrument I've played on the entire podcast. It sounds like a proper song, you know, considering, again, it's about a dishwasher. So I think we've done well, mate. 
Thank you so much to Tom Walker for delivering such a brilliant performance of that song. I think out of all of the songs on this project, it's the one that if you heard it with zero context, you wouldn't necessarily know that it was about something silly. You certainly wouldn't know it was about a dishwasher, I don't think. And obviously, best of luck to Tom in getting a new dishwasher. I've got my fingers crossed for you, mate. A new one is on the horizon. Now, before I tell you about next week's podcast, I actually wanted to touch on something that came up in conversation with Tom there, which is board games. So obviously, you know that this project, Not Another Love Song, is what kept me busy when the world went a little bit weird and we were in lockdowns. But I was also doing something else at the same time, which is I sort of accidentally set up a board games company and we made three board games that are available to go out and buy. So they're in John Lewis, the department store, and they're also available on Amazon. There are three games and I figured as we're kind of close to Christmas and maybe you might be looking for a stocking filler or a gift for yourself or for a loved one, you might be interested in the board games. You can skip forward if you're not. Uh, So there are three of them. One is called Answergrams, and it's a trivia game where you answer quiz questions, but you only write down the first letter of your answer, and you'll get five of those letters, which will seem random, but then you have to unscramble them to make a word. So it's like an anagram or, you know, the countdown conundrum, but built into a really fun, very accessible trivia card game. Uh, I then got a game called Egg Slam, which I invented with my daughter Ivy. So she's five, and we played it all summer long, this game. It's basically Snap, but way, way better. And then the final game, which is my favourite, again, shouldn't have favourites, but it is, is a game called So Wrong It's Right. It actually got featured on this morning in their Christmas gift guide, which was just the most amazing and unexpected thing. It's also, for the last month or so, been sitting within the top 10 of the best-selling games on Amazon. So people seem to be really enjoying it. I'm not going to give you the big sell on it, but it's really good. It's another trivia game, also with a bit of a twist, which is that there'll be one question, but five very silly ways of answering that question. It's the most fun I've ever had playing a board game. I play it with my friends all the time. And if that sounds like something you're interested in, go and have a look. The easiest way, actually, is to go and have a look on Instagram at the Board Games Company. It's at Format Games, run by Bryony, my wife. Go and say hi to her, and there you'll find links to all the games. But you're not here for that. You're here for songs. And we are halfway through the album. I'll be honest with you, I still haven't finished all the songs yet. (laughs) So I'm hoping that time doesn't catch up with me. As ever, I want to say a massive thank you for listening. And if you haven't left a little review of the podcast, I know I keep wanging on about it, but it really helps. And I know I don't need to say this, but please keep recommending it to people. If you meet someone and they say, oh, I'm looking for a new podcast, tell them about this one. As ever, you can slide into my DMs on Instagram. As I said at the start, it's so lovely getting your messages. I am at Matthew Edmondson on there. And I will see you next week when my guest is the Ed Sheeran-signed, Taylor Swift-endorsed pop star, Maisie Peters, who's actually the very first person that I recorded with for this entire project. The song is about Timothy Chalamet. It is amazing, and I cannot wait for you to hear it. I'll see you then. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 